could you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! Mr. Six Foot Nine, L. Cheech, and Dre the Juice Man. You're listening to the Mars of Mike podcast. Let's start the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Mars of Mike. You already know who it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, it's your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine, JT, back in his piece once again. And just gotta say what's up to everyone it is thursday and thursday is the day that we usually release our episodes of our interviews and with that being said i must say this i want to thank you all for definitely tuning in to last thursday's episode with the main event duke davis and Gannon jones jr very great episode and a lot of feedback thank you for all the voice messages that we will be dropping on next episode uh, that you have left us about the episode and also thank you for definitely sharing it with your family and friends another big thank you out to you all for tuning in to the final part of the what's beef series between of course, here at Marcy Mike's Wrestling Cheers and Dark Match Podcast collaborating on this series. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for following along this story. If you haven't followed along on this story, I need you all to definitely do this. Uh, make sure you go back through our library. Check out part one if you haven't already. Part two is available at Wrestling Cheers on their podcast. And part three is available at Dark Match Podcast. Uh, both our podcast podcasts could be found on every single platform that podcasts are available. And whether that be Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TunedIn, CastBox, PocketCast, Podbean, Breaker. Look, you get the drift. We are available everywhere. Make sure you like follow subscribe leave us a comment let us know what you thought about the episode and also make sure you follow us on youtube uh, and all of our social medias as well you can find us on twitter you can find us on the book of faces ig and youtube all in the same handle it is at marks with mics that is m-a-r-k-s-w-i-t-h-m-i-c-s damn that was a lot to say but what hasn't been said needs to be said. So with that being said, <laughs> yes, we do have an interview today on this episode. This interview is something that we have been trying to get together for a little minute. Um, we got the chance to talk to this person before, and it was kind of like a shoot, which makes sense because the promotion that we were working with was Real Shoot Wrestling, and it was right before the event and right after the event uh that we got a chance to have a conversation with this individual really didn't get a chance to really get a chance to tell her story so i figured why not give her a chance to tell her story and tell some of her experience so with that being said um before i get to this interview i just have to let you all know that i need you all to definitely definitely be prepared because we're getting ready to take a quick 
quick break. back everybody once again you already know who it is by the sound of my voice that's right it's your boy mr six foot nine jt back in this piece once again and of course it's thursday and like every thursday besides a couple thursdays that i did miss due to technical difficulties we have a special guest now me and this special guest uh go back a couple years yeah it's been about two years uh and we didn't get a chance to actually really do a full-fledged interview. Now, we have an episode that has like two minutes of a two to five minutes of a clip that we did for the YouTube show. But this is now my time for the audience to actually get the chance to know more about this performer. And this performer, I'm only saying this because I don't, I don't want to give it away. But this performer has been some of everywhere. Uh, she's been your women's champion and promotions such as RSW. You've seen her compete in places such as BCW. You've also seen her compete all across this great country of America. But if you don't know who I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen, I'll just go ahead and spit it out. Yeah, yeah. I am talking about none other than the savage Super Saiyan herself. Ruthless Lala. Respectfully, though. Respectfully. Yay! <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's actually the Queen Super Sad Satan God, but I'm going to let you make it. I'm going to let you make it. It's okay. It's okay. See, you know what? We had that discussion last time on the YouTube show, and I only did that because if you all listened to the actual episode, she corrected me about a dozen times so this is kind of like a jab from that it, episode we keep going through this all the time just like we just don't understand like i will i will layer at you i don't care who we are i, I will layer at you with love understand respectfully no doubt no doubt so first and foremost we definitely got to just say first of all how are you doing right now during this pandemic Oh man, like 
my health has been my health has been up and down legitimately it has like it's been the worst so the fact that uh, i'm actually able to uh move around now is, is really uh, i wasn't able to move around for a while because i've been home since march um my skin disease got worse my mental health got really really bad um and after that uh man it is it, it's been crazy like uh, i've been on like well for me on two medications to like 10 medicines to not helping uh having to like stay out of pocket like having to take care of so many things and not resting and you know and friends like been trying to do fundraisers for me and like everything it's just it's been a journey now um i'm back in tennessee um i just started back wrestling last weekend which um that in its own was was a was a climb in its in its own uh so slowly but surely uh still got a lot of things that i'm dealing with uh got a lot of stuff i get situated but slowly but surely getting better it's just taking time Time is something that we all have to, you know, just kind of wait on for everything to kind of adjust itself. I'm definitely glad to know that you are doing a little bit more better uh, and great to hear that you're back in the ring. But speaking of ring, we have to talk about how did you end up there? So was wrestling something that was always set on your mind since a child or was it something that you got more to into adulthood? Like what got you into it? Uh, I legitimately used to uh, I used to sneak and watch it. Legitimately, I was sneaking watch it while my mom was asleep, and uh, it was that big old TV. You know what I'm saying? Like the big the 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 big TV. You know, like the TV to where when the knob breaks, you got to use the pliers to like grip it, yeah. put it on. <laughs> you got to make sure you turn it on just the right way because you know it always has a little. You know what I'm saying? So if that little is too loud, you know, like, you know, our parents have them super sunny hearing, you know, they can hear anything. They'd be like, turn the TV out. like, boop, boop, boop. I used to turn it all the way down. But you think that uh, I stopped watching it, but I, I just have them volume. That's how I used to learn how to read lips. I used to watch wrestling with no volume until she ended up catching me. And, like, she couldn't stop me from watching it. I, I got in trouble a while for it, but, uh, Man, once I first started watching it, I was hooked. And I was like, yo, like me wanting to be a doctor automatically went out the window. And me wanting to be a wrestler was where it's at. And man, I told my mom that, man, when I tell you heaven and hell stopped, that was not something she wanted to hear at all. That my, Man, my mom didn't want to hear that at all. There was no wrestling. Plus, I'm my mom's only child. So, you know, and she's a minister and i wore my first pair of pants i was 18 years old so you can see where i'm going with this you know what i'm saying so it is uh that's pretty much how i started off and uh went to school and still watching it uh ended up meeting a lot of friends who was also interested as i was which is cool ended up meeting somebody who actually went to shows and like her mom does concession and everything and i was like holy shit for real so i was like cool so i started going with them um, 
and I went with them to the show. And automatically, excuse me, automatically I was hooked. Like I tried to be part of like the security. Like I wanted to do whatever I could to be part of the solution. Um, and that's how I started, man. Um, from there, there was a, a superly overly bumpy road from then on out of this crazy journey of me and Riff. So you made, you definitely said something that, that really called my attention because it seems like your story kind of parallels mine in a way. Uh, of course, growing up inside the house, big TV, uh, not allowed to watch wrestling. And th this this was inside my mom's house. Like, you know, my mom's house couldn't watch wrestling. So, of course, I had to sneak and watch it. And the big TV with the pliers and the little click, 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 you know, and if, if you pulled over the click just one too far you had to basically try to get it right back in that position you know to actually get the channel i mean for us growing up in south florida you know to catch wrestling you know especially you know if it wasn't on cable it would have to be on upn right so upn you know was channel that was my 30, channel though yeah it was channel yep. 21 it was channel 21 for us upn 21 that was my shit okay UPN 33 and UPN 34 for us. Uh, but man, UPN definitely saved, saved my life with wrestling. I mean, SmackDown, of course, at my mom's house, really didn't have cable for a long track period of time. Like, we had cable up until the promotion was over with. So, and ladies and gentlemen, when I say promotion was over with, this was back in the day before, before you had a one year guarantee on your promotion. Like, this is back in the day where, where you had a promotion that was maybe 90 days or six months. Oh, well, here, here's your promotion rate with the cable for 90 days. Best believe after those 90 days or, you know, those six months were up, cable was off too. But I digress. Uh, we we have two similar uh, definite upbringings. Your mom's a, a minister, so is mine. So it's crazy because... When we used, when it came out your mouth talking about sneaking and watching wrestling, I instantly closed my eyes and went back to my childhood sneaking and watching it. The only difference is, uh, eventually, you know, I was allowed to close my room door. And for for you people who don't know what I'm talking about, that's a real big thing inside Bruh, the black house. Say it again <laughs> for the people in the back, man. <laughs> Can't close your room door. Can't close your room door around. You you don't pay no bills. Like, you know what I'm saying? So eventually, when I say eventually, I mean like possibly I wanna say I was maybe a sophomore, sophomore or junior before I can close my damn room door. Here I am, 16, 17 years old, allowed to close my room door and finally enjoy wrestling inside my own room. But yeah, when we say sneak, that's the type of stuff we talking about. You know, <laughs> undercover, uh, undercover missions to watch wrestling. Uh, but so it was a it was a journey for you to, to to get into the business. And you, you know, once you got a chance to go to a show, you try to work in security. So how did once you got into training, how did that pop off for you? Like, was it was it a school that you that you already knew about it, or was it a school that someone suggested? Uh, it was a school that I already knew about. It was actually the same place where I went to watch my first 
Uh, uh, my first wrestling show um, in uh, Texas, which was PCW, Professional Championship Wrestling. Um, and uh, at that time, the trainers were Lance Hoyt, uh, BJ Turner, and Steve Marco. And uh, that one in its own, let me tell you, is is a huge, 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 huge situation. Um, it's like, um, I started and the women there at that time were not the best at all. Um, you have two that you can tell really loved it and was trying to get better, and you just had the other who was just there to look cute and look pretty and, you know, just sleep around, and but wanted to be taken seriously, but yet couldn't get in the ring and actually wrestle if their life depended upon it, respectfully. Uh, so, by me seeing how those women were and how the attitude was, I was like, I refuse to be in that category. You know, like, you're not going to put me in the category of, oh, no, I'm going to be my own. And uh, it got me in trouble being my own person. Like, uh, man, Blow Up Drill Central is is, is pretty much why I should have stayed. Because uh, that's all. Like, legitimately, they would flip a coin off of who was going to beat my ass, you know, that day. You know what I mean? It, 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 it wasn't the fact that I was trying to be disrespectful. It's the fact that you know how it is when you hang out with your friends and, you know, Y'all start scoring on each other, you know what I'm saying? Like, it keeps you on your toes. And that's how it was with me, you know? So when they cracked jokes or whatever, like, my clapback game was re- re- ridiculous, you know? And so shit. They looked at me just talking back, and I used to always have to be blow up girls, you know what I mean? So uh, I was mad about it, but it helped me get past the, uh, excuse me, the blowing up situation. And that's a whole nother story. Now, I could definitely relate to, you know, definitely having having those clapback readies. Once again, you know, for uh, the people in the back, you had to know how to stay on your toes when, you know, people started cracking. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had to stay on your toes. If not, you get rolled in. And you get rolled in from everybody. And if you was like myself, who... Roasted. I'm talking about not, not any type of roasted. I'm talking Michael Blackson roasted. Like, you know what I'm saying? And everybody, everybody who was involved would roast your ass all the way to y'all got to y'all next destination if you didn't have a proper clap back. So, you know, first of all, I feel you on that. Like, that's just that that's just a mental process of thinking, period. This is what you grew up on. If someone snapped back at you, you gotta have something to come back at them and it gotta be just as funny or just as painful as what they came at at you so uh so you're so you're going through of course you're training uh break breaking out through there and uh, as you're climbing the the ladder of your training um how was it officially first i guess i could say you know starting to get that feel of okay this is where i belong man that um, I think I'm just now at where 
uh, to where I finally, to a certain extent, feel like I belong. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, I really don't feel like I belong, man. Like I, 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 I have so much. Like I have so much going on. It's, uh, uh, it's I've just gotten to the point now to where, at at a certain extent, I I feel like I I belong. You know, so um, just now starting, man. Uh, Man, it's uh, that's it. Can we put a pin in it? No, 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 no. Um, it's hard because you don't follow the the beat of everybody's drum. You feel me? And uh. Take time to uh to constantly, you know, do in your mind what you think is right, and to constantly have people belittle you for it, and you know you can never get any um, recognition because you know you did it your way instead of their way. It's it's hard, you know, and. I would truthfully say just now I'm starting to get to where I feel um I feel like that, you know? So that'd be the best way I could answer that. If I didn't answer it right, I'm sorry. No, the only the only answer, only right answer is the one that comes from the heart. So I, I definitely understand that. Um but I would I, I would be remiss if I didn't um uh, uh mention uh, so far as you getting into the business, who were some of the wrestlers who I, who I guess you could say made you want to get into this particular uh, business called professional wrestling? Man, uh, Japan wrestling is, is what did it for me. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, Uh, Kenta Kobashi, Kenta, uh, the Great Muda, um, Tajiri, um, New Japan Pro. That's that was my fizzle. Uh Shawn Michaels, um, Undertaker, Tom Coastley, Boston. So you got a list of a who's who's of wrestler there. I mean, you know, from Japan to to the states and every everything like that. Now, right. Far as far far as out of those wrestlers, right? Okay. Right. If, out of those wrestlers that you mentioned, if you could have sure. a match with any of them in their prime, who would it be? Oh. Hold on, you one second. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, if you would ask me when I 
No, just, just play your game. What did you say? I'm sorry, bro. What did you say? Yeah, so if you if you can have a match with any of those wrestlers that you've mentioned in their prime, who would it be? The great Muda, man. The great Muda, Kenta Kobashi. I, I ain't even gonna lie. Okay, I can see that. I can see that. Definitely see that. Now, Speaking of wrestling, so you're you're definitely getting getting into it. You know, you're you're getting your chance to travel across across the states, getting that recognition, um, and as you're getting that recognition and going going through, uh, I end up coming across you. Now, this is this is years after the fact, years after the fact, because you've been wrestling 16 years, so you've been wrestling. Every, ever since, damn, you've been wrestling ever since I was a sophomore in uh, high school. You've been wrestling ever since I've been able to close my room door. So with that, with that oh, means, <laughs> I'm just keeping it real, man. It's like, you know, because at 16, I was able to, to finally close my room door. But uh, yeah, you've been you, you've been wrestling for that long. So with with that being said, uh, as you as you hopped into the business, one one of the very first companies you got the chance to uh, wrestle for was the NWA. No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry, not that. I that wish. was the the the, the Wild Lady uh, Wild Lady title three way match. That's what it was. No, not even that. Not even those that. Are, dude, those are the places that, like, 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 like. I, I actually had reached out to a while, and uh, had sent my resume and everything, and never heard back. Um, I wrestled for an a, a affiliation with uh with NWA, um, which was I wrestled at NWA Texoma. I wrestled for uh, NWA Wrestling Revolution in McAllen, Texas. You know, but uh, as far as NWA, like, no. Nope. Well, Cage Match definitely got it wrong because Cage Match has it as NWA's promotion. Uh, but I'm actually reading more into it. But but you got your chance there in 2010, according to Cage Match, who can be wrong because they were definitely wrong just then. And you were you were able to, to travel through throughout the ranks, uh, getting a chance to go to go against uh, some very fierce opponents. You had the chance to uh, go one on one. I want to say this was either last year or the year before uh, with with Asia Perry. That was uh yeah that was 2019 with Asia Perry. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Asia. Aja, the only keep messing the, up my sister's name. And you know what? The only the only reason why I'm saying Asia because it's spelled the same way as my friend who's a radio, uh, a radio, uh, radio host on iHeartRadio. Spelled the same way, AJA, and she pronounces it Asia, and crazy from the island. But if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. This is the same individual that, that you got the chance to wrestle with, who's now, you know, 
a referee in NXT and see, see, seeing things like this and, you know, seeing the people that you go up the road with and being able to share the ring and share, share the experience with, uh, I know for me, if I've seen any of my people's make it, that's more so fueling the motivation for me to keep pushing and going. So when you see when you see people that that you stepped into the rain with uh, extend, does does that light a fuel underneath you? Um, seeing people like me, seeing people that I know uh, getting like uh, another. Okay, ask me again. Go ahead, ask me again. Uh, all right, so so for your friends that, that you get the chance to travel these roles up and what, and uh, yes. they they're able to extend and have these opportunities, does does that also light light a fuel underneath you to definitely you know push that grind out there? Oh, that makes me overly excited because that's uh, that's actually my. Uh, that's the squad goes. Like I get overly excited when my uh, when my squad do big things. Um, it, it's it's overly motivation because you know we always be there to make sure that we have each other's back and we pick each other up when we're down. You know, so to see you know my my squad doing big things, you know, it makes me overly happy. Like no hate, no envy. Like, I'm happy, and it just motivates me to want to, you know, get more on their level. Even though they're saying I'm already on their level, I'll be like, like I'm trying to get where they are. Oh, yeah. I definitely, definitely could, definitely could attest to that. Now, I got to see you have, have a couple matches uh, across, across the board live. One of those matches that I got to see you have was uh, was that R RSW's um uh, the Battle of Cleveland that, that they had here in Cleveland um, back in 2000 and 2019, I want to say. So that, to me, was my first introduction to you. And, man, when I, when I say when I first, when I first got the chance to, you know, see you come out, step into the ring, and not, not even step into the ring, just come, come through the curtain during the match and just watch and just actually see you, you know, your presence and how your presence affected not only, of course, the people in the ring, but the crowd that was watching. It definitely made me a lot more intrigued. Like, okay, who is with this Lala? Because apparently I'm not in the know and I need to know. So I started to ask people like uh, Justin Bake. Shout out to uh, shout out to Justin Bate for sure. You know, definitely got to shout him out. Dude, one of the dude. best, one of the best commentators, period, hands down in independent wrestling. And I'm gonna continue to say it because he doesn't get the credit that he does deserve. I mean, no one is doing what he's doing on play by play. So shout out to Justin Bate. Uh, but he he started telling me more about you. And then, uh, of course, I got I got the chance to to run into some other people that were there, you know, uh, for for as gymnastics, you know, they they started to say stuff uh, uh, stuff about you, far as you know, well, you know, if, if you definitely want, if you definitely want to know about women's wrestling, and you you definitely want to know about a, a women's wrestler who oh, is, they spoke on me, they yeah, spoke good on me, 
Yeah, they spoke well, good on you. Wait, 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 wait. Was that White Mike or was it Timmy? Which one was speaking the most highly of you? Of course it was Timmy. Mm. Mm. I bet. Go ahead, continue. 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 Continue, continue sir. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, no, it was all good stuff. Oh, We're not going to go there. Shout out to the gymnastic boys. Shout out to the gymnastic boys. All good stuff. No, but, you know, of course, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there. I'm, I'm getting the knowledge, get, getting to know more about you. And of course, you know, not not only seeing seeing you work inside the ring, but getting the chance to see more more opponents that you had to go up against. And, you know, you got a chance to lock it up with Tasha Steels, got a chance to lock it up with Faye, uh Faye Jackson, that is. Uh and just just seeing you transcend over these last couple of years from from my point of view has has been a blessing. I mean, besides besides the you know, the hardships that you had to come along the way. Which is life, life itself. Life is all about up and down. It's the it's the yo-yo effect of life, and you know, just just seeing you be able to battle to come through that, to still to continue to have that push that you have today, that's a blessing in in, in its own. But um, I mean, know. Tasha Steele. Ah, uh, you are. I'm sorry. Go speak on it. Speak on it. Man, like my first match with Tasha Steels. If I can keep running, if I can keep running, if if I can if I can keep running that back, if I could honestly go back, I would wrestle Tasha Steels. Like I want to run that back with her over and over again. I wrestled Tasha Steels for the first time at a Queens of Combat, and that was by far the best match that I fucking enjoyed. Like. She hit me, and, like, it was poetry emotion, man. Like, it was just beautiful. Like, I had a blast. Like, shout out, shout out to Tasha Steele. Because she's dope as hell. Like, I ain't even gonna lie. Like, bruh, like, man. Like, I'm overly happy and proud of, of her being an impact. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I'm, I'm just overly excited. I, I, that was one match right there that was, Hands down, one of the dopest matches ever. And uh, then Faye Jackson, you know, the fact that, you know, we're related, you know what I mean? Uh, and we got to, she actually, you know, vouched for me and, uh, you know, hey, you know, bring Lala in. So I will always have mad respect for Faye. Um, and so that's, um, also had a great match with her as well, you know. And, and then we twerked it off, you know, after, so. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Faith. Shout out to Tasha. Uh, but these these opponents, and you you have a long list. I could go down. Laura Loveless uh, could keep going down. Uh, down that list is uh, Billy Billy Starks. I mean, keep on going down the list. But I, I'm saying this to say this. So in these 16 years, you've you've had the chance to. Build, build your resume of, of of wrestlers that that you had the chance to come into contact with, right? So we have this list now. When we're going down the list of female wrestlers in the game, uh, past, present, who are your top three that you have to have a match with before it's all said and done with? Past or present? 
Um, I gotta have a match with Mercedes Martinez. That's a that's a must. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is uh, really up there for uh, I want to wrestle. Uh, the second person would be um, Big Twelve, Aya Monroe. Uh, she is a sweetheart. I love her to death. Um, and I'm just glad two more. If I could, I would want to wrestle Naomi and Bianca Belair because, like, the chicks are like killing it. They're not getting the the you know the credit they should, but they're killing it. And those are definitely two people that you know. Like yeah, yeah, they're they're definitely not getting the credit, man. I, I was just watching Raw this past Monday, and you know, the, the, Bianca Belair had, had had probably about thirty seconds of screen time. She didn't even wrestle, but just just in those thirty seconds, I felt literally like that was my girl getting ready to whoop somebody's ass for doing something to me as her man. Like, oh, you gonna tell me what I want to hear? And it was like. As soon as soon as as soon as Selena Vega started talking and uh, Bianca Belair started taking off those earrings, like instantly I was like, "Yeah, that's definitely the ride or die chick." You know that you know that definitely everybody wants because when those earrings started to come off, literally it took me back home. Like you know, it didn't feel like it was just you know TV. Like no, I felt like I was home getting ready to see my girl whoop somebody ass and. You know, definitely shout out to Beyonce Bella, shout out to Naomi, both of them, you know, definitely holding it down inside the ring, uh, but definitely need a little bit more time on that uh, TV screen if you ask me. But hey, that's just my opinion either there. Uh, but speaking of TV screens, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was going down, going down and don't know how I stumbled across this shit, but I'm on TV and I have Roku. I have Roku TV. So, you know, there's a there's a um, app called Nosy. So it's just basically a whole bunch of TV talk shows from your, you know, from your uh, Sally, Jesse, Raphael. And that's going way back. If you if you know who that is, then you definitely inside our age range. Your Montel's. Uh, I think uh, what Ricky Lake. Steve Wilkos and Jerry Springer. So I'm going down the season of Jerry Springer, which they have all of them. And I come across an episode and there's somebody on the TV show and I'm looking and I'm like, looks familiar. Mm, looks real familiar. No, that ain't it. And you confirmed it one point on uh, on Facebook. But I go back, I'm like, that damn show is Lala. So how did how did that come about? the whole Jerry Springer thing because I have to know because I've had friends that, that, that have been on the show. How was your experience and how did that come about? Man, I had such a great time actually. Uh it was it was actually really good. Um uh, uh, but uh it was actually the point to where uh um there was a there was a a couple in um Austin. Uh, there was there was a gay couple in Austin, and they had did the Jerry Springer show, and they were cool. One of the producers and uh, his girlfriend stayed in Austin, so he came down. And he came down. He also came to check out uh 
the show. And uh, yeah, after the show, he was like, hey, you know, huge fan. Um, I want to uh, see if you'd be interested in coming on Jerry Shrew's show. It's like, fuck yeah, I would. Like, you know, I've always wanted to go on Jerry Shrew's show. Like, I literally only wanted to go on Jerry Shrew's show just so I can eat the crowd alive. Because the crowd, like, they would have so many whack clapbacks. I'm like, bruh, ain't no way in hell you feel like, like, roast me like that. You know what I'm saying? So, um, the fact that it was, it was, that was even cooler. Uh, the second was, got treated amazingly. Uh, like, straight spoiled. Actually, that was my first time having to get on a, a plane, which I was, like, afraid of flying. And, uh, it just so happens to, like, that was my first plane trip. And I was scared. Like, I was trying to get them to uh, give me a train ticket. It was just the worst. My negotiations sucked. Uh, but uh, I got there and uh, met Jerry. Uh, he was a great guy. Uh, the fact that he wore my belt, that was even cooler. Uh, and honestly, like, just all around, I had a great time. Like, they were, like, very cool. And, like, so down to earth. Yeah, I was just, just going back, you know, just watching it and just seeing you definitely take control of the crowd. I mean, one one thing about it, if, if you have a mouthpiece on you, you could be in any crowd and captivate them. And you literally had that crowd in the palm of your hand, like literally eating out of your hand. I'm like, ain't this about it? I'm like, damn, you, you, you could put Lala anywhere and literally the crowd is going to definitely pay attention. So uh, definitely had fun on Jerry Springer. And I can attest, so you, you said that, that that was your first plane ride there? No, that was my first plane. That was my first plane oh ride my gosh. That's the worst. Man, I had to have so many, like, man, like, I, right when I got on there, first thing I said, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, y'all serve alcohol on there, right? And they was like, yeah. And man, I had like two crowning coats. Man, I had to breathe. Yeah, I was wrecked. You hear me? A rat. Nah, I can understand because my, my very first time on the plane was going to Nashville, Tennessee to, you know, to go meet up with my then uh, ex-girlfriend, now wife. Uh, first time ever on the plane. I don't know how many drinks I had, but I knew when the, when the plane took off, I instantly had the shit, but I had to hold my shit in till I got off the plane because I don't want to be in that little tiny ass bathroom. <laughs> I like look, I'm I'm gonna keep it real. Like, you know, hey, bubble guts went to going because you know, when that when that plane takes off and you know that G force is like literally, I mean it's all it's almost like being on a roller coaster that continues just to go up until you know it's just stable in the air. Now once I got stable in the air for a while, I was cool. But when that thing took off, yeah, I had shit. I ain't gonna lie, like for for a minute there. I, I don't know. This, this could be too graphic for the mm-hmm. listeners, but you know, you ever you ever had that moment where you, where you fart and you kind of feel like you shitted on yourself, but you don't want to check, but you just like literally for for that whole entire like three three four hours on the plane, like in my mind I took a shit on myself, but luckily when I got off no, the plane, I, I don't go through that. <laughs> I don't go through that. I take my ass and use the restroom. I don't care. Like look. I got fear that I'm going to sit on the toilet and, and, and it's going to suck me through it. But look at that. I'm not going to sit on no plane thinking I done shit it on myself. No. It is a very unpleasant ride. No. No, no, no. You have way too much pride, bucko. 
no, no, no. Listen, listen. When I got off the plane, I got off the plane. And, you know, we we finally stopped, got off, what have you. I didn't. I didn't even go get my luggage first. <laughs> I went straight to the bathroom to go check if I shit it. And luckily, I didn't shit. Thank God. But I took a shit as soon as I got off the plane. Uh, the, the only reason why I didn't take a shit on that plane, my my ass was not fitting inside that tiny ass bathroom. I'm sorry. You know, my legs are already too long. I can hardly, you know, stand up on this plane as it is. So, no, I just felt very uncomfortable. But anywhere else, any other public place, I don't care where we at. We could be in church. I could be visiting someone's church. I'm going to take a shit right there. First of all, the shit's going to be blessed because I'm in church anyways. But, you know, you got you to gotta think about it. I mean, it's like anywhere else, I'm going to take a shit. I don't care where I'm at. Anywhere else but a plane? Nope. Can't do it. Can't do it. But uh, coming off, coming off, of course, you know, taking your first plane, enjoying your time <laughs> on the Terry Sprague show and uh, things, things of that nature. Uh, we have to know we have to know something else. Uh, so we, um, we we touched on Jerry Springer and I have to touch on another thing of yours. Uh, not not a key thing of yours. We'll, we'll actually get to that one later. Uh, recently in wrestling, there was, I'm not even going to say was because it's still going on right now as we speak, the speaking out movement. And this was a movement that touched a lot of people and, you know, and it made a lot of awareness. Uh, A lot of people have been muzzled. You know, far as either not wanting kind to say of, anything, sort of, but not really. Kind of, but when I when I say muzzled, I mean like in the fact they can say something, but they're afraid if they say something, what's going to be the consequence, right? Yeah. And you know, the the whole the whole thing about this movement, this is one key thing that I took away from it. And I say it almost on every other show now. Use your mouth minutes. Use them wisely. Because the thing about it is, you know, unlike our cell phone plans that may be unlimited, <laughs> we don't know when our mouth minutes are going to run out. Right? So right. I say use them. And while you use these minutes, speak your truth. Because if you don't speak your truth, no one is going to hear it. No one is going to know about your truth. And who better to tell your story than you? And I commend you for speaking out. Um, what was that? Last last month? No, June. I commend you for, for that because a lot of people now are, you know, still, you know, not not speaking out as they should. But just by you speaking out, it. it it was able to encourage other people to speak out, you know, and it's a chain, you know, each one reach, each one reach one. So by, by you reaching out, you were able to pull somebody up to also allow them to use their voice um, right. to speak out because, um, you know, our voices are all we have. That's all we have at the end of the day. And the moment that you become silent, is the moment that you that you in a sense are complacent with the situation 
the situations around you. And you never want to be complacent. So I commend you for that. Now, besides the movement, what what made you speak out at that moment? It was just the fact I got I got to the point where uh, there's a lot of things that I've been through in this wrestling business, and uh, it, it kind of uh, would be like, "Oh, this you, this why are you not here?" And, and like I would respond with them because I didn't suck a fuck to get there, and they would laugh and be like, "Oh man, bro, like you're funny," and I'm like, "But I'm so dead ass serious. Like that's the realness truth about the whole situation is uh, people don't want to." don't want to look at it but let's really look at it like a fact is a fact you know like there's a lot of women out here who are god awfully horrible in the ring but the only reason that they have that platform is because of how they look and because of who they fuck i mean it's a it's a, it's a sad sad world you know but like there's so many women out there that carry themselves with respect and still can't get ahead but you got females who don't even know the difference between a wrist lock or a hammer lock and like champions and it's just it's it's horrible you feel me and like it's just to the point to where it's it's disheartening because there's so many good wrestlers out here but yet at the same time like nobody's gonna ever be able to like really hear them because they're not part of the buddy system because they're not part of the cool cats the 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 cool kids you know and um there's a reason why I've been through things that I've been through, and I saw people speaking out. And the thing about it is, I spoke out about this a long time ago, you know, and nobody listened to me. Do I feel like people people listen to me now? No, because the per, the the people that I that I that I spoke out about, they there's no repercussions. They they didn't get any repercussions for the things that they did at all. Um, and the thing the thing about that is the fact the fact that you know things are not moving the way they should be. I'm kind of glad that we're still touching on it because guess what? It's going to continue to be pushed out there because we won't be silent. We we won't shut up. We're not going to just go away. You know, we have to continue to definitely push the message out there because you're right. I mean, not not only professional wrestling, you're talking about every line of work, what whether, whether that be actor, actress, you know, secretary vice president uh head of head of this committee head of that committee i mean a lot of people out there get in the head by doing things doing doing strange things for a piece of change there we go that's that's that that's a better way to put it and you know it it shouldn't be like that i mean the work the work ethic should speak for itself but then again you could be you could you could be an employee at a nine to five that shows up to work every single day on time, never late, uh, comes in when people calls off, and the moment that you ask for a raise, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what do you mean a raise? <laughs> You've been here fifteen years. What 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 do you mean a raise? <laughs> it's like, you know, the whole the whole thing about it is it's like, well, so and so got that raise. Why haven't I gotten a raise? You know, saying I've been I've been busting my ass just as hard as the next person, and this person who barely shows up to work is given this opportunity. What's up with that? I mean, so I could definitely understand that from every aspect of life. You know, you can't overlook what I'm doing just because someone 
bats an eye at you or shows a thigh. You know, like, shit don't work like that. And it ain't supposed to work like that. But that I'm not, I'm not going to say that's just the way it is. Things will, you know, never be the same. I'm not going to say that because change is definitely needed. It's needed in all all professions, especially wrestling itself. But, you know, eventually, hopefully, grace of God will definitely get there. Uh, but I want to definitely touch on one thing, and this is before I get to the trivia. Uh, let's go top three cartoons of all time. No particular order. Top three. Top three. Can't go wrong without Tom and Jerry. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, you can't go wrong with Darkwing Duck. Uh, Tales of oh, Chip and Dale's. Uh, Bonkers. Uh, Mummy's Alive. That was my shit. Uh, yeah, I can't stop at three. Because, like, I watched so many more than just three that was, like, dope. Even the mask one that they had, uh, the, the mask, uh, Freakazoid was dope. Uh, Animaniacs, Pinky and the Brain. Um, yeah, see, you, you took me back. Uh, Proud Family. There you go. Yep. Shout out to Disney Plus. You can find all this on Disney Plus, by the way. Disney <laughs> baby. Gotta plug it. Gotta plug it. Uh, Dark weaned up, man. Let's get dangerous like that. Uh, Tailspin, Ducktales. Um, hold on, wait, wait, wait. Seabury, uh, and Jamal. Uh, gotta go with that one. That's a that's a real throwback. Um, damn, what's that other other cartoon that used to come on? And Saturday, Saturday afternoon, could not wait till that shit came on. Oh, I have to go with, uh, before I get to that cartoon, I have to go with, of course, Captain Planet. And that has a lot to do with the theme song. And God, we need Captain Planet right now to clear up this world. Uh, I have to definitely go with one of my other favorite cartoons, uh, we have to um, talk about Eek, Bobby's World, Doug, um, Rugrats. I didn't like Rugrats all grown up. Just didn't feel the vibe. Fucked everything up for me. Um, oh, we are. You already mentioned Proud Family, so I can't say Proud Family. The PJs, the Boondocks. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's about it for as far as top top cartoons. Um. Oh, Dragon Ball Z. Can't forget. Dra I can't believe you forgot Dragon Ball Z. I didn't get Dragon Ball Z. That's that's an anime. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Dragon Ball Z is inside its own category as the anime. Right. No, my bad. My bad. My bad. But see, that, that's great. So, do we do we consider Boondocks an anime or a cartoon because it's written in anime style, like the the illustration? Wait, what else would be? 
Boondocks. The Boondocks. Is that is that considered anime or anime. a cartoon? Okay, all right, anime. cool. Well, anime. okay, scratch that. Scratch the Boondocks and Dragon Ball Z off my cartoon list then. For my top anime, I'm going Boondocks. I'm going uh, Dragon Ball Z. And I'm going um, Samurai Shampoo. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. Uh, okay. okay. Going way back on that. Yeah, I see. You, you, you did the most. Hey, top three anime. Go ahead. Oh, that's not fair. Well, we already spoke on... Um, we already spoke on my obsession with Dragon Ball Z and we were talking about Boom Dogs. Um, I got into One Punch Man. I love One Punch Man. Uh, is One Punch Man uh, Attack of the Titan? Um, I will always be a huge fan of Trigun. I have the whole series. That's my shit. Uh, it's a tough category. Very tough category because when you think about it, there's so many good ones out there. So many good ones. So before I get to the trivia, one more question. Um, New York Undercover or Law and Order? Uh, um, New York Undercover. Uh, like there's, there's a couple of Law and Order episodes, but New York Undercover will still be the one for me. Yeah, same here. I mean, I don't know. It wasn't just the theme music. It was just the characters itself. It was more relatable for me, you know, and many other people out there. It just felt a little bit more authentic. I just find it funny that, you know, Ice-T was a villain on New York Undercover, and he's a damn cop on Law & Order SVU, but that's a different story. But <laughs> Yo, I was superly Omega weak. Do you hear me? Let me tell you when I <laughs> Yo, yo, when I say that, you know, that really messed me up, you know, as, as a kid, because yes. now we're going to get into this trivia. Um, this is the part of the show where we give you, uh, the guests, a chance to have us give away some of your merchandise to our listeners of the show for each question that is answered right. We purchase your merchandise we send it out to the random listener who calls in to the show and leaves us a voice message very simple it's inside the link in the description of this episode the only thing that you have to do is click it go into the episode click on the description it says leave a voice message click the link leave us a voice message once you're done let us know by sending us a dm whether that be the twitter IG, the Book of Faces, say, hey, I just left you a voice message. We'll get your information. We'll see you the merchandise. It is that easy. Just ask the winners of the past who have received their merchandise from here in Ohio to all the way to the UK and Wales. So it's that very simple, people. But we get ready to get into this trivia. It's going to be three questions. It's going to start off from hard. I'm sorry. It's going to start off from easy to hard. 
and I, you know, three questions, all multiple choice. It's not going to be anything too out there. It's just one thing. None of these questions are wrestling related. So take your mind off of wrestling and put your mind into pop culture. So I'm just going to go ahead and start it off real quick. <laughs> Question number one. I really hope you're ready. Um, I really, really, really hope you are ready for this because I just need you to take your mind off of wrestling. And here we go. So this very first question comes to you like this. Okay, this hair product, Fogan, mentioned inside of this uh, slogan, you can be anything that you want to be, beautiful, sexy, easy as one, two, three. Is it A, dark and lovely? Is it B, <laughs> just for me? Or is it C, so glow? Just let your soul glow. Just let it shine through. Just let your soul glow. So you're going with C. No, um, it probably was dark, dark and lovely. Because I don't, I don't remember um, Soul Glow saying one, two, three. So it's between dark and lovely or the other one. Just for me. So you, I'm not sure. Like I used to sing the song "Just for Me," but I can't. J U S T F R M E. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember. Uh, um, I don't know. I'm gonna go just for me. That's your final answer. Yeah. Damn, so you actually had it right earlier when you were singing the theme song to Soul Glow. Uh, so it is actually Soul Glow. <laughs> so you had it right. Uh, now I'm going to take you back to the beginning of the commercial. I mean, not the beginning of the commercial. Well, yeah, basically the commercial, how Keem and Simi are walking next to Mighty T's and inside the window on the TV. Uh, before the actual song starts, the guy says, you can be anything that you want to be. Beautiful, See, sexy. but that wasn't part it, in the song, though. Okay? I didn't say so. I, I said the slogan. Song, the soul glow. I only remember the, uh, the slogan was only soul glow. Soul glow. <laughs> That's all it was. Soul glow. So we'll go ahead. Okay, so had it, but you didn't have it. So we'll go to the next one. Next question. Okay. Uh, next question, taking you away, of course, from wrestling. Uh, keep your mind on pop culture, that is. Um, hmm. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, this actor was a part of two series at one time. Um, he was a guest star for the first season of Moesha, but he was also on another TV show which came on the WB. Um, was this actor a Romeo Santana, B, Morris Chestnut, or C, was it Orlando Jones? Hmm. I'm going to go with Romeo Santana. That is correct. Romeo Santana was Ohaji Omoisha, and as well as Romeo Santana on the Steve Harvey show. 
So, okay, we got that one. No problem, no problem. Okay, and third and final question. This is where it does get hard. And uh, hopefully you're able to pull this out. I mean, everyone at least goes two for three at the free throw line. Once again, fouled at, uh, fouled at the three-pointer. So we're going to go ahead and go with this one. Oh, this is perfect. This actress not only starred in a movie with Kid and Play, but she also starred on a weekly sitcom that came on NBC. Was this actress A, Tisha Campbell, B, Tashina Arnold, C, Karen Parsons, a.k.a. Hillary? I'm going to say Tisha Campbell. Oh, no. I said NBC. NBC, not Fox. Uh, that would have been Karen Parsons, who starred in the movie Class Act with Kid and Play. Class Act. The one kid and play movie that everyone seems to not, you know, I don't know, not, I'm not going to say not know about, but they don't give it recognition. I love class that. It's the first time I heard a song by James. I but, uh, but okay, it's cool. You know, one for three is not bad. That's cool. So with that being said, listen, the only thing y'all got to do is click on the link. On the description of this episode, leave us a voice message. We'll be sending you some Rufus Lala merchandise. Uh, as soon as you leave us a voice message, uh, give us about a 7 to 14 day turnaround to make sure you get it. And we'll make sure you have it. Of course, if you, if you live in the UK, you're talking about at least 21 days, all right? If you don't believe me, ask Pro Wrestling Dad who won some PB Smooth merch today's not too long ago. But before we get out of here, we definitely have to get some shout-outs. Yeah, so we definitely got to get some shout-outs at this time. So is there any shout-outs you, you want to go ahead and give out uh, to, to anybody in particular? Uh, shout-out to EOW crew, uh, my boys, Elements of Wrestling. Um, shout-out to RSW. Shout-out to my boys at Post out. Shout out to all the people that uh, that I fuck with in Atlanta. Shout out to the promotions in, in Tennessee, SWS, PWE. Um, uh, shout out to my sister, Mika Villa, by far one of the dopest female commentators in the wrestling game. Uh, don't at me about it. It's not up for discussion. Um, Shout out to my brother uh, to get bundles. Always killing it. And uh, shout out to my family for like riding the die with me no matter what. Um, and last but not least, I have to give a shout out to my best friend, a tag team partner, Mike Hobb. Uh, thanks for having my back, being there for me. And uh, pulling out that dark abyss. Um, the list can go on, but this interview will probably never end if I keep giving like shout outs one by one. So just shout out to everybody that has stood by me uh throughout this crazy time. I truly do appreciate it. Okay. Also let the people know where they can follow you on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at straight one S T R 
the number eight R U T H L E S S, the number one. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at Rubusala. Um, Snapchat Lala is in. But if I don't know you, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna add you. Just letting you know. Uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook Rufus Lala, or you can add me on my Facebook page Tony Harris. But only like close friends I add on there. So you'll love that one too. But as far as Instagram and Twitter, hit me up. <laughs> Most definitely. Um, is there anything that you want to, you know, to tell the listeners before before we get out of here? Oh no, man! Just, uh, just thank you uh, for having me on. Um, no, man. Like, I'm, 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 I'm thinking about it. Oh, every Sunday I do have a podcast, uh, the Venom and Smoke podcast. Um, so definitely come and check it out on uh on Sundays. Um. And you're going to look out for me to be popping up at some more wrestling places. Uh, slowly but surely waking my way back into the wrestling scene. So, uh, you know, just keep a lookout. Word, word. Definitely hear that. Well, before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen, I just want to say it's been an honor. It's been a pleasure. And it has definitely been something that was a long time coming. I definitely want to thank Rufus Lala for coming on, you know, t- telling their story, playing some trivia. You know, just kicking them back, shooting the breeze. Uh, I want to thank you, the listeners, for continuing to listen to the podcast and support. Also, you know, just make sure you're doing everything. Make sure you are following us at Marks of Mikes. Uh, listen, I've already spelled this before. If, if it's your first time listening to the show, go back to the previous episode and I'll spell it for you. No, I'm just playing. You can find us at M-A-R-K-S-W-I-T-H-M-I-C-S. That's on Twitter. That's on IG. And that's also on the Book of Faces, a.k.a. Facebook. Uh, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Make sure you like. Make sure you share it with your family and friends. Uh, thank you for that. Leave us a three-star or five-star rating, however you feel. Anything underneath for three, you hating. All right? You just great hating. But uh, but I definitely just want to want to thank you all for definitely listening. Make sure you are spreading positive vibes only out there. Too much negativity can have you unbalanced, not only emotionally, mentally, physically, but spiritually. So go ahead and spread those positive vibes out there. It's not just a T-shirt. It's a movement. It's a way of life. And if you want to support us, go ahead and go to watermaneuver.net and go right ahead and buy that T-shirt by typing in Marks and Mikes and you'll see positive vibes only. And make sure you do follow Rufus Lala at all of her social Media handles, trust me, is something that you definitely want to follow. Very, very fun times on her page. Uh, good luck on getting on Snapchat because guess what? I'm not even on Snapchat with her yet. So if you can break through the Snapchat, then obviously you 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 got the cheat code or something. Let me know. But before we get out of here, I have to remind you, and I say this every episode, and we mean this from the bottom of our heart, and I just want you to know that we mean this. We care about y'all. We love y'all. But I'm going to need y'all to wash y'all hands and wash your ass. And as Ray would say, use some damn soap. And as Cheech would say, you want to make sure that you're doing it from face to ass, but not ass to face. And we out. You know, Peace. You can be all the things you always wanted to be. Beautiful 
Sexy? Easy as one, two, three. Just let your soul go. Just let it shine through. Just let your soul, baby, feel the 